This is a Village Soundcast Network original production. Hi, I'm Mike Campbell, artistic director and founder of Huff, the Halifax Urban Folk Festival. And this is HuffCast, a limited-run podcast showcasing the best and brightest artists coming to Huff this year. Please join me as I chat with artists performing this year's 10th anniversary edition. Today's guest hails from Cape Breton Island and is one of the three songwriting voices heard in the band Port Cities. Not only does he have one of the coolest names in rock and roll, he's also a veteran of our all-star band concept. He's Carlton Stone. Okay, hello? Can you hear me? Yes. That's too bad for you. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No, that seems good. So where are you, Carlton? Uh, I'm in Iona in Cape Breton. Ah, you did some shows there? Yeah, we played last night and then we play tonight as well. Is that for any particular event or just shows in Iona? Uh, just shows in Iona. Have you ever been to, uh, it's called the Frolic and Folk Pub? No. I've been through Iona, but it didn't really stop. How big is it? Uh, it's probably about a hundred seats. Oh yeah. Um, but they do like every Wednesday night Hmm. in the summer. Baldwin played here like two weeks ago, like Tim Baker's here next week. Really? They actually do like a really good job, like programming. They're kind of like summer series. So wow, well, and it's dope. It's a hotel. It's a pub. You just come here, stay. They feed you, fill you with booze, and wow, you play for a hundred people. It's the best. Excellent. I sound I like the sound. Yeah. I'll have to go there. Oh, you should definitely check it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you um, why don't you tell me a little bit about? Uh, uh, growing up in Cape Breton with the most uh, built-in rock star name of all time. <laughs> um, like as a kid? Well, you know, almost everybody I know from Cape Breton is a musician, for starters. And I don't know whether that's <laughs> yeah. just because of the business I'm in. I run into those people from Cape Breton. But it seems to me that everybody's into the music more than... yeah. I mean, it's a Nova Scotian thing, but Cape Breton in particular is, you know, stylistically interesting and it's got its own music culture, which is well documented from the trad side of things. Did you grow up listening to that? Were you playing that as a kid? No, I was kind of the the anti-Celtic music growing up. I was looking at guys like Jay Smith, you know, and Rock Ranger. Right. Slow Coaster. And I was like, oh, these guys are cool. You know, and I was like, (laughs) Frig these nerds with the fiddles. You know, that was me when I was 16. I was just like, I just want to wear skinny black jeans and play rock and roll. Of course you do. Um, yeah. So that was kind of, you know, I'd be going to all ages shows and and seeing these guys that I looked up to that, you know, eventually became my friends and, and peers. And yeah, it was a good, uh, there was a good scene of people, you know, that were just five years, seven years older than you that you could look up to and, and learn stuff from. So mm. I feel like I kind of, you know, benefited from that a lot. Did you play in bands? Yeah, I played in bands in like high school and junior high. Um, not very good ones. <laughs> um, yeah, it was probably around like not once I turned 19 and could start like playing at bars. It's when I started to do like my own, you know, 
right. under my own name and, and stuff like that. And how long did you, do you think it took you to come into your own as a songwriter? Wow. I feel like I'm still doing that. Well, but, um, true enough. It's an ongoing I, process. I, but, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'd always been writing songs. Like, even when, like, before I would sing in public, I'd be in bands and I'd be writing all the music and the lyrics. Um, yeah, I kind of feel like when I was like 23, 24, mm-hmm. you know, kind of put out my first album and started co-writing, went to the Gordy Sampson song camp. And that kind of really just blew my mind open once I started collaborating with other writers. Um, just being like, Oh, you don't have to do this all by yourself or someone else can be really good at, you know, making a track or, you know, writing a melody and I can write awesome lyrics or, you know, and that kind of just, once I learned that, I was down that rabbit hole that I'm, you know, still falling down. So right, well, the song camp thing. We, um, uh, how long were you there? Right from the beginning. I mean, how long? Right from right from day one. <laughs> yeah. Right from day one. Because that yeah. was always an interesting experiment. Obviously, I know Sherry. I mean, worked with her with Plaskett and stuff, but uh, and Gordy. Uh, of course, back at the Much East days, I was doing stories about. Gordy's band, Real World. I still have some yeah, video yeah. of him. I don't know. He must have been 17 or something. He's got hair down to his <laughs> yeah. chest. and <laughs> The pink guitar and the oh, yeah. long yeah. hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, going to see that, you could always, you know, you could sense in the songs a certain commercial viability and stuff. But in those days, imagining that that kid would be living in Nashville writing number one country hits for people or, you know, having... Nicole Kidman make him a roast beef sandwich or something. It's like, it's, it was impossible to dream about, to imagine. Is Gordy one of those guys that really helped everybody everybody in that scene to kind of go, you know what, we could maybe do something like this. Maybe maybe this could be Yeah, a thing. absolutely. Yeah, like, I think it was right after high school and it was about the time Gordy was putting out the Sunburn record. Right. I think it was like 2004 or something. And mm. I remember he had come home for the summer and I went to see him play and kind of went up as like this nerdy kid and kind of introduced myself. And, and that was right around, I think, you know, within that year he had won the Grammy for Jesus take the wheel. So, you know, for like someone like me, you're like, I remember Bria, you know, we both grew up in Sydney, just seeing someone that grew up 15 minutes down the road, accepting a Grammy for country song of the year. You're like, wow you can be from Cape Breton and still kind of make an impact mm-hmm. in the you know global music scene. And that, you know, that little fire under my butt to be like, Oh, well I can do this. You know, I'm not just going to be some guy that plays in around Cape Breton for their whole life. It's like, let's, let's do this. You know, right. and then kind of being friends with Gordy that only, you know, added to that afterwards and him kind of taking us under his wing and going, to write in Nashville and LA and stuff like that. So yeah, I, I don't know if any, anything I've done would have been possible without having that kind of role model, you know? Yeah. Um, and obviously song camp now is in its 10th year and it's their 10th anniversary. It's Huff's 10th anniversary. That was one of the first shows that we sold out 
so yeah, that, awesome. Yeah, so you know, it's a pretty good crop of songwriters in there when you take a look at it. So uh, I'm assuming now the song camp thing is like there's more people involved. There's 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 better artists involved, or people are are evolving. Uh, quicker, uh, I know they bring in lots of really cool songwriters from elsewhere for people to for people to write with. Uh, I think, I mean, when Sherry started it and Sherry and Gordy started it, I was thinking this is genius. It's just like uh, it's just like the farm system for the major leagues, you know, in baseball. So you can totally, yeah. yeah. And uh, it's almost single-handedly made sure that we've always got a stream of really interesting songwriters, young songwriters coming up through the ranks. And I was super. Super excited to see it sell out because I really wasn't sure, you know, how it was going to go. You're doing that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now. Oh, yeah, I'm there. I was also thinking that, you know, Bria, uh, you, Dylan, uh, you know, all did their own shows at the Carlton way back when. Uh, and in talking with Davna Doyle yesterday about Sherry putting together Shay out of three friends that were sort of, you know, maybe on some level competing <laughs> yeah. with each other for audiences. And then to be able to turn yes. that trip twice with port cities. Um, <laughs> uh, when that idea was first floated, did that seem like the most obvious thing in the world to you? Or it was like, yeah, let's give it a whirl, see what happens. Um, it happened pretty organically only because there was probably four or five years of me and Dylan and Bria just being friends, writing songs, playing in each other's bands, like without any big picture thought of what this could be or what this mm -hmm. relationship could uh, evolve into. But yeah, it was kind of more like I was hiring the two of them to play in my band, like for so, you know, for at least 18 months. Mm -hmm. And then we just started singing together all the time. And then, you know, we'd walk off stage after like a, you know, a Carlton Stone show or whatever. And people were like, wow, you guys sing so well together. And that just kept being the the response from the audience is how well we could sing together. Mm -hmm. I was like, maybe we should just do something where we all sing, you know, and each take us a song, you know, sing lead on a song. And, you know, from that spark of an idea and then talking to Sherry, I remember the show we played at the casino in Halifax. It was like some residency Dylan was doing. And me and Bria were kind of the guests and we played all the songs we had at that time. And Sherry was there and came up afterwards and was just like, so are you guys, are you guys a band? Uh, do you need a manager? Are we, you know, and it was like, yeah, I guess, I guess we are. Okay. Let's, let's do this, you know? Um, but yeah, because it had taken, you know, four or five years, it never really seemed like someone was like, trying to fit us in a box or right. anything. It was just like, we were friends that sang great together and, and yeah, we're still singing. So Cause it know. seemed like such a completely obvious thing to me. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, it did to me after, after a while for sure, you know, but yeah, I can't complain. It's going no. good. Well, you know, the band just played our uh, Huff fundraiser at Rob Steele's house and, you know, the band's always great. It's always great to hear all of those songs and everybody has a different style and everybody has a different you know different voice but um uh you can sort of tell a dylan song from a bria song from a carlton song but they all fit together so nicely then things oh, obviously thanks. are going very well at least you're traveling a lot yeah <laughs> definitely traveling a lot yeah 
But what a, you know, also a kick for three really good friends to be traveling the world doing, you know, playing in a band that people want to see. That's got to be nice for you. Oh my God. Like, I'm, if anyone knew how much fun I actually have, you know, I feel like they take this. We're not paying you. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, this chapter of my life, you know, from being a solo artist and then kind of going on this journey with Dylan and Bree, it's like, could never have imagined it, but also just feel, you know, super lucky every day that we, we met each other at the song camp and that, you know, I don't even know if I'd still be doing music if I didn't, you know, meet Gordy and go to the camp and right. all those things. So yeah, I just feel lucky every day to be honest. So, well, Sherry emailed me at one point saying, you know, it's a band now and we need a name. And I was like, good. Oh, yes. Because yes. I've got band names up the butt. I think Space, Space <laughs> oh, yeah. Puppet is a good name for this band. <laughs> <laughs> I think we used one of your names at one of our Carlton shows. I can't remember. <laughs> wagon. Something to do with a wagon. Wagon face. Yeah, it was wagon face. Yes, wagon face. That was uh, well, it's better a than, close runner up. Better than Bree and the short face gents. I also like that one. <laughs> but Port City seems to be the name that stuck, and I'm happy it did because it suits yeah. the band more, obviously. <laughs> Um, you, yeah. you've done Huff before and you were one of the uh, one of the folks playing in an all-star band with uh, an artist that we have returning this year Alejandro Escovedo and I want you to talk about a little bit about that experience because it's quite a different one from what the all-star bands now go through of course because we actually have rehearsals planned and stuff but but when I was through the first time can you talk about how you know the all-star band comes together and you know that whole process yeah like and uh you know we're talking here I don't want to gush about you too much but I just thought after going through that experience you setting up these kind of like you know international artists that are coming to play huff with a local band um, and you obviously know who's going to kind of work well together. And you would ask me, Hey, Alejandro, which I had never heard any of his music before and going through that experience. Like I remember just kind of like learning all the songs of my own and being like, this guy's incredible. I feel like I went through like a masterclass in songwriting, learning all his songs. And then, uh, yeah, just getting the band together. I remember it's like, I was having a hard time like nailing my guys down to play for free. And then Serge Sampson uh, kind of stepped in and we made this super group with like Matt Mays's band and, and me. And uh, <laughs> it was one of the most special moments of my musical life on stage that night, you know, with the, all those amazing people. And then, you know, my sister and Kim Harris are singing backups and Alejandro just kind of strolls in and, He's like, all right, you guys know these songs? And we're like, yeah, we know the songs. And I think we crushed it. Um, but yeah, just that whole experience of you like setting me up with like pairing me with such an appropriate artist and what I learned from that at the time. Um, I thought that was really, really genius move there. Well, like, the, thing, <laughs> the thing, yeah, it was real smart on my part. But the yeah. the thing that I that amazes me about that particular year more than any other year is uh, well the lineup I think we had Alejandro and uh, Robin Hitchcock and yeah uh, David Lowry from Cracker 
And this was before we had, you know, money <laughs> at all. Yeah. And before we had the wherewithal to, you know, make sure that the band set up rehearsal, like full rehearsal at like a Plaskett <laughs> studio and stuff. So when I'm telling people the story, it's like, no, 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 man. You know, like the the bands had the tunes and they all worked them out. I don't know how they worked them out. Maybe they all learned their parts on their own and then, you know, it came together and had a practice or something. But when the time came to perform with the headliner, Alejandro, everybody met for the first time at Soundcheck. Just <laughs> yeah. through the show once and then played the, played the show later that night. And I've always thought, you know, it's like, I'm always amazed at how well everyone does with this. But, you know, the potential for a train wreck is spectacular oh, in those circumstances. For sure. And, like, for me, too, like, I play acoustic guitar and sing. I'm not, like, the best musician by any means. So, like, I remember just being like, okay, I need to learn these songs inside and out. Know every chord. I need to know how many measures every solo break is so that, like, if anyone's on stage and like looking for someone, it's like, I'll be the person that knows exactly what's happening musically, what's supposed to happen, even though I'm only playing G and D or something <laughs> like that seemed to work out really great. So I'm going to try the same approach this year. Yeah. Well, I think Al's pretty excited about having basically the same band back. Well, it's close to the same band anyway. Um, I, I seem to recall, this is kind of hazy, but um, uh, you went to see Al uh, Alejandro in Toronto, didn't you? At the yes, like uh, it must have been a few months later, and he was so nice. Took me backstage, got pictures with me. I think he was opening for someone, but uh, yeah, it was just like yeah, that you know, was we like stayed in that touch. was like that was like at a hot shit theater on Young Street, wasn't it? The winter, yeah, room? yeah, I think it was the, the Winter win Garden. What's it called? The win Winter Garden, yeah. And yeah. Uh, it was amazing, and he was so nice and. You know, I'm just, again, like, I'm the acoustic guitar player in your Halifax pickup band or something. <laughs> <laughs> and he treated me like his best buddy, and we hung out all night. And I was like, oh, he's such a good guy. So. Well, he's really looking forward to coming back. I got a text from him. No, I sent him, I think it was my birthday or something, and you get Port Cities was playing, and you were playing the Alejandro tune. Which one was it? Oh, yeah, um, uh, San Antonio Rain. Right. So somebody yeah. took a video of it, and I sent it to Al. And he's going, that's great. Who are those folks? And I said, well, Carl, <laughs> Carl was in your band. Remember? Go, oh, yeah, 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 right, yeah, right, right, right. Well, this time he's bringing his wife, Nancy. Oh, cool. Whose, name, yeah, yeah. whose last name is Rankin. Hilarious. Really. Is she from Mabu? She's from Texas. <laughs> so I, I talked to her. Uh, uh, it was just like, Nancy, like, you have relatives up there? She's going, well, no, I know that there's a lot of rankings in that part of the world. Uh, so probably I must have somewhere. But she's, you know, from the southern U.S., so who knows? But uh, he's going to bring her with him. Maybe they'll go to Cape Breton. You can tell them where to go and what to do. You can oh introduce them to some rankings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some real live rankings. Yeah, some actual freaking rankings. That would be spectacular. <laughs> well, I'm really looking forward to seeing the band come back together and seeing, you know, I mean, there's some new songs on the on the set list and stuff. And uh, uh, I'm not sure what he's planning to do. 
last time you guys played with them, uh, ran out of songs, had an encore, and he thought he'd just launch into all the young dudes. <laughs> everyone, works. everyone knows it, but nobody knew the yeah. song. I was oh, <laughs> that's when I realized how old I was. It's like everybody knows all the young dudes, <laughs> but maybe not Kim and. <laughs> yeah, totally. I think the rest of the band's got a bit of a clue, uh, <laughs> but we'll see what he comes up with this time. I'm I'm so excited to have him back and excited to have you involved in the band again, and uh, and look forward to seeing the new kids in the in the song camp um, uh, anniversary show at the Carlton. It's going to be swell. oh my god, it's going to be an awesome week. Yeah, well, thank you so much for taking the time in the Iona to check in with us. <laughs> And I uh, uh, wish you all the best, of course. And uh, I think my word of advice is the new Port Cities album. Make sure it does not suck. It's important. <laughs> <laughs> no all right, one, no one's going to give you that kind of advice except me, bud. You know. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> we'll see you soon, Tom. All right, bye. That's all the time we've got for today's show. Thanks very much to Carlton Stone from Port Cities, who also was playing rhythm guitar in Alejandro Escovedo's Halifax All-Star Band. Also thanks to Joel Plaskett for the use of our theme music, Village Sound, and to you, the music fan, for giving it a listen. This was a Village Soundcast Network original production. 